Mesechtes Ksubis, Daf Kuf Beis, 17 lines in the bottom of Daf Kuf Alfam Beis, at the new parak, at the new Mishnah. So let's just start with the quick Hakdama. We know that there's a Tanai Ksuba of Benun Naitvin, which we learned previously, that a husband promises his wife in the Ksuba, and even if they leave it out of the Ksuba, it's a Tanai Ksuba, and he would still have the responsibility that any daughters that they have from this marriage, even after he dies, his estate will give them food and drink as well as support. And as we also learned previously, and it was based on a Mishnah Mesechtes Gitan on Daf Memchets on that the Chiv of Mizaynis of Benan Naikvin is only a Chiv that comes from Benechirin and not from Mishubadim. And our Mishnah will now also discuss a Chiv of Mazin, but let's not confuse the two, as this is a separate Chiv of Mazin which we will discuss, which will only be a Chiv of giving food and drink and has nothing to do with support. And also we will see that there is a possibility that it will be a Chiv to even pay this from Mishubadim. And our Mishnah begins, Hanaisis Isha. If Reuven marries Rachel, and Rachel makes a deal with Reuven that he will support her daughter from a previous marriage for five years, that he has a responsibility to give her food and drink for five years. Now, of course, that's not a chiddush because they made a deal, and the Gemara will discuss what exactly the chiddush is. The Mishnah continues that if Reuven divorces Rachel and then Nisis Lach and Rachel gets married to another man, let's call him Shimon, and again she makes makes a deal with him that he will support the same daughter from the previous marriage and let's call this daughter Dina for five years. So once again, Shimon will also have to give support to Dina for five years. And the Mishnah teaches us that Reuven can't say that I don't have a chiv to support her any longer. And as Rashi says, Reuven can't claim that I only agreed to give a muzzin while I'm married to her mother. But since I already divorced her mother, I'm not chayv to give a muzzin any longer. However, this chiv that Reuven agreed upon is not based on their marriage. It's based on five years and it's a chiv mamin and therefore he has to support her and he has to bring her muzzinus to wherever her mother is. Now, even though the Mishnah mentions that the only place that he has to bring her muzzin is lamakim ima to the place where her mother is, the Rishonim explained that that's really lavdavka and any place where Dina is, Reuven would have to support her. And the Rishonim explained that the Mishnah mentions lamakim ima to teach that the real standard place that a daughter should be is with their mother and not with other people. And this is Nagaya to custody Shilas, etc. And the Mishnah continues, that Reuven and Shimon can't get together and say, that we want to go and have a partnership and support her 50-50, because the deal was that we have to support her for five years, and Lemaisa, she's being supported. But in reality, they both have a chiv to support her for five years, and it's not a chiv to give her actual mezainis. And in reality, this is a chiyav mamin, and therefore both Reuven and Shimon have to give her the amount of money that it would take to support her for five years, and therefore Reuven could give her mezainus, and Shimon could give her money, or Dina could decide that she wants Shimon to give her mezainus, and Reuven to give her money, or the Ritva says that she could say, I don't want any mezainus, and I want both Reuven and Shimon to give me the cash equivalent of the mezainus. And the Mishnah continues, Nisais, let's say Dina gets married, then the husband will give her full support, and Reuven and Shimon will still have to give her the value of Mizainis. Mesu, let's say Ruvain or Shimon die, but they say Mizainis from the Chasim Dechirin, then their own daughters receive Mizainis from the Chasim Dechirin based on the Tanaik Suba of Benan Naikvin, as we explained before, that the estate's responsibility to pay the Chiv of the Tanaik Suba of Benan Naikvin is only from Dechirin and not from Mishabadim. But Lemaisa, Dina, who is the daughter of their wives, will even have a stronger claim to receive Mizainis, and they could even be Gaiva from 
from Nechasim Meshubadim because they're considered like Bali Chayiv because this was not a Tzayksuba. This is actually owed to Dina based on a Chayiv of their father and therefore Dina has ability to collect from Nechasim Meshubadim just like any other regular creditor. And Rashi says Sheyesh Lalei and Shtar Mezaynis because she has a Shtar that he, she has a right to Mezaynis. And let's keep this Rashi in mind and let's see how we're going to fit this Rashi into the Gemara once we get to the end of the sugya on Kuf Beis on the Beis. Father the Mishnah says Hapichum Hayukaisim the smarter people would write that the only chiv I have to support your daughter for five years is only while you're with me. And Rashi points out that that's three nafkaminas. Not if I die, or if you die, or if I divorce you. And in all those cases, I would not have the chiv to support your daughter any longer. And since you seem to note that one thing that the pichim left out of their new tnai is that they didn't take care of a potential where Dina actually got married and is receiving mezonis from her husband. In that case, it seems that we still have to pay the five years of Mizaynis. And we begin the Gemara Itma, we learn that if someone says to his friend, I am Chayiv to pay you $100, and we'll explain the exact case in a moment. So his Machlech is between Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yechon and Chayiv, Rabbi Yechon says that we will be Chayiv to pay Shimon that $100. Reish Lakish says that he would be Pata. And before we continue, let's point out that the Mishnah Masech Sanhedrin on Davchav Test teaches us, as Rashi says over here, that if Ruvay is in front of Edim, that he's chayiv to pay Shimon $100, he'll be chayiv. But the Mishnah continues and says, that the only time that Reuven creates such a chayivist is only if Reuven said this in front of Edim, and he said to the Edim, that I'm appointing you to be the Edim for this matter. And as Titus brings over here, because the Gemara explains, because otherwise Reuven could say, I was just joking, or because of And with that in mind, the Gemara now is, when we said, and we have a machlik between our and Lakish, what the case are we referring to? Either Amalu, if Ruvain said in front of Adim, Atim Adai, that you should be my witnesses, so he appointed them, my time with Rishlakish, the Pata. Why is it that Rishlakish would say that you Pata? And Idle Amalu Atim Adai, and if you didn't say this Lushin, that you are appointed to be my Adim, my time with Rabbechel, the Kamal Chayiv, how could it be that Rabbechel would say this Chayiv? Lachayiv, it's a Mishnah of Rashis that says that the only way that someone could be Chayiv by just being made in front of Adim is only if he actually appoints those Adim to be his witnesses for this specific matter. And before we continue with the next Gemara, let's just point out, based on the Mishnah that we had on Daf Chafa Alpham Alv, that there's a din, Haitzi Lav Ksav Yadish, Uchayiv Loi, If Shimon brings out an IOU that was written by Ruvain and it says that IOU $100 and it's signed by Ruvain, the din is that Shimon could collect from Ruvain's Bechirin and Ruvain can't say Lahadam. We also saw in the Gemara that Abaya stated over there that a person should not sign his name on an empty and blank piece of paper as so will may find that piece of paper that has your signature and will write on top of your signature that I owe you $100 and then that would create an ischivus. Clearly based on the Lushan of Rashi and Agamara as well as Tysus over here, either if Reuven writes I owe you $1,000 and Reuven himself executes that document, then Reuven would be chayv to pay Shimon $1,000 and even if Reuven doesn't sign a document but he wrote specifically I Reuven ben Yaakov owe Shimon ben Yosef $1,000, he would still be chayv to pay Shimon $1,000 because he wrote his actual name in the star, and that takes the place of a signature. And Agamur now continues. Really, the case where Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish are arguing is not in the case where he pointed the Edim to be his Edim for this matter, because in that case, of course, you would be Chayiv. And is in a case to Amalei Chayiv and Mana Bishtar that Reuben actually wrote in a star that I am Chayiv to you $100, but again, he didn't sign it, and therefore it's Naksav Yodi and he also didn't write. I Ruben ben 
Yaakov owed to Shimon ben Yosef $100. He just wrote an IOU, IOU $100, and he gave it to Shimon in front of Adim. So now Adim saw that this document actually was from Ruven to Shimon. Keep in mind that there's Machlikas Rashi and Tesis. Rashi holds that Ruven is Maida, that he has a pre existing Chayv to Shimon, and that's the case that we're dealing with in our Gemara, and that's the way we're going to continue learning our Sugya. However, Tesis on the Afkuf Bezom and Alv brings from Rabbi Tam that Ruven is just being Mishayv himself to Shimon, and there was no pre existing Chayv. The Machlikas is as follows Rabbi Echel Amal Chayv. Rabbi Echel says in this case, Ruven be Chayv because Alima Milsa the Shtara, Commander Amal who Atim Aidim Dami, that by the fact that he wrote it in a Shtar, even though that Shtar is not a full fledged Shtar, and it's only a document that he wrote, still the din is that since he gave it in front of Adam, it's as if he told Adam that you are my Adam for this matter, and therefore Reuven created his chayvis, and he'd be chayv to pay Shimon the hundred dollars. However, Rish Lakish Lakish says that Reuven would be pater, just because you wrote in a document and then gave it to, in front of Adam, that's not enough to create his chayvis, and therefore Reuven is not going to be chayv to pay Shimon that hundred dollars. And keep in mind, when we started the Gemara, we said, and then we explained that's talking about a case where you wrote that into a star. So in this part of the Gemara, the Gemara is using a term of Oima when it really means Kasav that he really wrote it. And we will see later on on Dafkov Bays that sometimes when the Gemara says the Lashon Kasav, it really means Omar, as we will see shortly. And the Gemara continues and will bring a raya against Rish Lakish from our Mishnah. It's time we learned from our Mishnah. Hanaisis Isha, if Ruben gets married to Rachel, Upaski Imai, Lazanus Bita, Chamishanim, and Rachel makes a deal with Ruben that he will support her daughter from previous marriage for five years. Then Ruben has an obligation to support her daughter for five years. And the Gemara says, My love, can I gavna? We can't say that it's talking about a standard case where Ruben and Rachel wrote a regular star and they made a Kenyan, and therefore, of course, Ruben is chayiv to Rachel, because then what would be the Chiddush of a Mishnah? So it must be that the Chiddush of a Mishnah is that even though Ruben and Rachel only wrote this in a star and they didn't actually sign it, that the din is that since they gave it in front of Adim, it would be a valid obligation and Ruben would still be chayiv, and therefore, you see, exactly like Rabbi Yechran and against Rish Lakish. And we continue on that Kuf Bezom and Alf, and the Gemara answers, Loi Bishtar Psikta Uchidav Gidal, that our Mishnah was talking about a case where Ruvain and Rachel were getting married, and they were actually discussing the different time and different obligations that they would have to each other, and Ruvain promised to support Rachel's daughter for five years, and there were two Edom over there, and Adrasi says, Ve'edim Chaisman Edis Gemura, and the Edom actually signed a document that stated that Ruvain owes five years of support to Rachel's daughter, and Adrasi points out, if this is the case, in Cain, Maila Memra, what's a Chiddush? Zok Rashi, Istrich, the Chiddush is, could go into Leka Kenyan. Ruvain and Rachel never made any Kenyan. El Dvarim, they only were speaking about it. Vashmina, Midrav Gidal, Vlai Beri Kenyan. And as we'll see in a moment, we will learn from Gidal in the name of Rav that you don't need a Kenyan in such a scenario, as we will see in a moment. And even though the Edim actually wrote a Shtar, so it seemed that there's a Shtar Kenyan over here, and the Shtar itself should be enough of a Kenyan that Ruvain should be Chayiv to support Rachel's daughter for five years. But Lemaisa, in this star, they just wrote the facts that Ruvain owes five years of support to Rachel's daughter. This wasn't as a star Kenyan, and they didn't write that Ruvain is being Mechaev himself based on the star to support Rachel's daughter for five years. And the Gemara now explains that if there was no Kenyan between Ruvain and Rachel, why is it that Ruvain is actually Chayev? And the Gemara explains based on Gidal, the Amrav Gidal, Amrav, if at the time that there's a Shidduch being made, the father of the Kal and the father of the Chassan are talking to each other and deciding how much each one is going to give for supporting the other one's child, and the Kal's father says to the Chassan's father, How much will you give to your son? And he responds, I'm going to give this certain amount. And then the Chassan's father says to the Kal's father, And how much will you give to your daughter? And he responds, This is what I will give. And if based on that conversation, or 
some point thereafter, there is actually a collusion that happens, that even if there is no formal Kenyan, Kanu, they are still kind of from each other, as Hain Hain Advarim Haniktun Bamira. As in this case, we have a Chiddush that even if there's no Kenyan, there is a Schaivis that each one takes upon themselves. And the same applies when Reuven and Rachel are about to get married, and Reuven says to Rachel that I am Mishayim myself to support your daughter for five years, that he would be created a Schaivis. And in reality, based on the words of Rav Gidal and Rav, there should not be a need for any Shtar over here at all. And even if Reuven said this verbally, he should still be Chayiv, and there should be no need for a Shtar Psikta. However, Ayin Mashar, that he explains that Lamaisa, without having a Shtar Psikta, that there would only be a Chayiv from Bnecharin. Since our Mishnah clearly says, so therefore we want to find a case where Reuven will be responsible and obligated even from the Chasim Shubadim and the Chayiv that he has to support Rachel's daughter for five years is from the Chasim Shubadim, and that is only in the case where there's an actual star, and that's why the Gemara specifically says that we're talking about a star of However, as we will see when we get to Dafkuf Pazim Beis, the Gemara will say that Lefi Rav Gidal Amarav, once a person is saying something verbally and being misguided himself to give something during the time of the Chasna, the din is that there's a Kenyan and you don't need an actual Kenyan, but in that case, we would not allow you to write down that Chayiv as we don't want those Chayivs to be collectible from the Chasm Shubadim, and therefore, Lechayra, when it says over here, Bishtari Psikta, it's Lav Dafka that was written down, and it could be Lefim Maskan Sagamara that Amish is actually talking about a case where the Chayiv between Ruvain and Rachel was only made verbally and was never written down, and in Hanami, in that case, they would only be able to collect from the Chasm Bechayin, and when the Mishnah said that it's possible that the daughter of Rachel should collect from the Chasm Shubadim, it's talking about a case where Rachel and Ruvain actually wrote a star and they actually had a Kenyan, and in that case, there would be a Chayiv from the Chasm Shubadim, and keep this in mind when learning the Sugya on Dafkuf Beis on the Beis. The Gemara continues that will bring a Raya against Rish Lakish that in the case where Reuven gives an unexecuted document to Shimon that states that I owe you a hundred dollars and gave the document in front of Adim that it would create a Schaivis and Reuven would have to pay Shimon a hundred dollars and then Gemara brings a Raya from a Mishnah in Masechus Bechayrus Tashma we learned in the Mishnah that if Reuven writes to Shimon who is a Kayin that I'm Chayiv to give you five Slayim so the din is that this star actually creates a new Schaivis and therefore Reuven is Chayiv leating like Chamish Slayim he has to give Shimon five Slayim but even if he would give Shimon those five dollars, Reuben's son is not considered Padui. In order to do a proper Pidyan Ben, he would have to give another five Slayim to the Kayin. And we see clearly that even though Reuben gave an unsigned document to Shimon, and he said I'm going to be Chayiv to pay you five Slayim, that he's actually Chayiv to pay him five Slayim. And we see that just by the fact that he wrote in the Shtar, that I'm Chayiv to pay you five Slayim, that it created a Chayvis, and that's like Shittas Rabbi Echron, and not like Rishlokish. So the Gemara answers Shani Hasam, over there is not a regular Shtar, the Mishum since Reuven is Chayiv to give five Slayim to Shimon based on a Chayiv Deraisa Pinyat Ben so therefore this Shtar could work even though in a standard case it would not work and therefore Rish Lakish is correct that in a normal case if Reuven just goes over to Shimon out of the blue and says I'm Chayiv to pay you five dollars then of course he cannot create a Shtabdus even if he gave that in front of Adim however here since the Torah would Chayiv you to pay five Slayim to the Kayin in order to do Pinyat Ben and you wrote it in the Shtar and you gave it in front of Adim so it can create an Eschivus. And the Gemara if it's true that it's based on the Sheba Deraisa, so there was already a mitzvah on Reuven to do Pitya Ben, and therefore, even without the Shtar, Reuven was Chayiv to pay Shimon five Slayim in order to be paid to his son. So what is the purpose of having the Shtar at all? And the Gemara answers, that the reason why Reuven did it is because he wanted to choose his Kayin, and he said to Shimon that I'm Chayiv to actually do Pitya Ben through you, and I can't go and do Pitya Ben through another Kayin. The Gemara continues, and yes, if it's true that by going and giving the star, 
to a coin, it creates in Shaivas, since there's already a Shibudid Raisa, and as Rashi says, Bahabale Kameyad Adam, the Khaisman, as if the Adam were actually made on the star, and not only that they saw him give over the star, but they even signed on the star. So am I in Binai So how could it be that if Reuben actually gave the five slayim to Shimon after he wrote such a star, that it's not a kiyam of his mitzvah of Pinyaben, it should be pushed that that is a very valid kiyam of Pinyaben. You wrote a star, I'm going to give you five slayim, and you actually gave him five slayim. And Ayin Taisis Dilam Aschali Hachi Binayam Ayinipadi, who clearly says that in this case we're talking about a scenario where Reuben not only wrote the star, but he also gave the five slayim. As Taisis says, because if he didn't give the five slayim, Dina who they ain't and certainly it's right and correct that he should not be pardoned. The Lekha Lel El Shiba Ba'amo, because you only gave the Kayin a star and you didn't actually pay him his monetary value of five slayim. So once again, why is it that the Mishnah says in Mechiris that not only do you have to give the five slayim because of the star, but you would also have to give another five slayim in order to be paid to your son? And the Gemara explains, Kedula, the Pshat is like Ula, the Amula, Dvatayra, Padud Lachshitain, that in the Chinami, once Reuben gives five slayim to Shimon, even if he didn't give ten slayim to Shimon, his son would be considered Padud already. And why is it that the Mishnah Mechari says that if Reuben only gives Shimon five slayim, then his son is not considered Padui, is based on Xerah, Shem Yemu, Paidim Mishtaris. And since in the Mishnah Mishtaris Bechariis we learn, in Paidim, that you can't be Paidim's son, Loi Ba'avadim, Veloi Bishtaris, Veloi Bekakais, Be'afinu Lahasa Mikroi, Be'paragesh Bechol Nachla, and we learned that of Sukkim, that you can't be Paidim's son with a star. So for example, if Reuben has a star chayv, that Levi owes him five slayim, and he gives that star chayv over to Shimon, even though there is monetary value to that star, that it's not considered a kiyam of the din of Pinyaben, as it's learned from Xeris HaKasav. And therefore the Rabbanan said that since Reuven wrote a star to Shimon, that he's going to pay him five slayim, even if he goes and pays him the actual five slayim, the Rabbanan were nervous that maybe people will not realize that that shachayv was only to pick his kayin, and it was a star between Reuven and the kayin, and it wasn't a star between Reuven and the third party, and they also may have not realized that he paid the kayin five slayim, and therefore they may come to think that the opinion Ben can work even if someone would want to pay the kayin by giving a star between the father and a third party to the kayin and even if they realize that that would work Rashi Mbichayus points out that they may think that although giving a star to the kayin that's between Ruvain and a third party would not work however in this case where Ruvain gave a star to Shimon that says that Ruvain's responsible and Meshavah himself to pay five dollars to the kayin and therefore the star is between him and the kayin maybe over there you would not have to actually pay the five dollars and therefore the Rabbanan said that we look at this as a separate star is chayvus, and therefore you have to pay five dollars for this star, and then Reuben would have to pay a separate five slayim in order to be paid to his son. And prior to starting the next Gemara, let's just speak about the concept of avarice for one moment. Even though in the Havmina, the Gemara will learn that an Arib has the same din as any is chayvus. However, at the end of the Gemara, we will see that there's actually a Chiddush that someone could become an Arib, as we learn out from Yehuda, where it says, and therefore we learn out that a person could become an Arib, even without making any kinyan and without having any real benefit and any consideration. And our Gemara begins, Amur Rav says, Kitanai, let's say the Machlaikas between Rav Shlokesh and Bechran is based on Machlaikas Tanayim. Rav brings from a Mishnah at the end of Mesechus Babbaso on Daf Kof Ayin Hei on the base, and the Mishnah states, Arif Hayyitze Achachisim Shtaris, that if Ruben owes Shimon $100 and they write a star, and the Adam already signed at the bottom of the star, and then at the bottom they add a PS, a postscript, where Levi wrote, Vani Arif, I agree to be a guarantor and to co-sign on this note even though Levi wrote this however he didn't sign this document and he didn't write his name either and even though there was no Kenyan and the Adam already signed prior to him writing Vani Arev still the din is that as long as Levi is murdered that he actually wrote this into the star that he actually accepted himself 
this Arbus, and therefore Shimon would have a right to go and collect $100 from Levi, but he would only be able to collect from Nechassim B'Nechayrin and not from Nechassim Mishubadim. And as Rashi says, Kim and as the Gemara says, there was a story that came in front of Rishmal, the Amen, Rishmal Paskin, that Shimon could collect from the Arabs, and Benanis said to Rishmal, you can't collect not from and not from because there is no Ischivis for the Arab. And Amalais, Rabbi Shmuel said back to Benanis, why is that? Amalais, Benanis responded, because this is similar to someone that's choking his friend in the marketplace and he's choking him because he owes him money and his friend sees him and he says to him leave him alone and I'll pay you and the dinner is potter that Levi would be potter even though he promised to pay him in order that Shimon leaves Ruben alone as the only time that there's a is for an Arav is only if at the time that you're taking out the loan the Arav promises to pay back the money and the Arav is mishabbing himself based on the fact that the Malva trusted him and the Malva lent money to the borrower based partially on his agreement to be an Arab and therefore you misguide yourself but if you come at a later point after the loan was already given then the Arab has no responsibility and therefore in this case since the Arab signed on to the Shtar only after the Chesim Sa'idim and his agreement was only after the Havah was already completed and therefore he was misguide himself and the Gemara wants to say that since Rabbi Echelen says that a person could be misguide himself just writing that to give you $100 and giving that document in front of Adim is similar to the din of Rabbi Shmuel that said in this case of Ariv, the Ariv is also Mishayev himself because he gave it in front of Adim even though he did this after the Chasim of Adim. Rishlokish who holds that when Reuven writes to Shimon, even if he gives it in front of Adim, it's not a valid Shibud, seems to be exactly like the sheet of Benanis that the Ariv is not Chayev even though he wrote I'm Chayev to you and they gave it in front of Adim. And the Gemara answers, I'll leave it to Benanis, Kuli Amalei Pligi, that there's no question that Rish Lakish is the only one that could go like Shita's Benanis. Rabbi Yechelen definitely cannot fit into Shita Benanis. And Rashi points out, the Maida Rabbi Yechelen del Benanis Pata, that certainly Rabbi Yechelen is Maida, that Benanis holds a Pata, the Hashto Ma Arev, the Shibuta Deraisahu, just like Benagay Arev, where it's a Shibuta Deraisah, and where the Torah was Mechadish, that someone could go and be Mishayev themselves, even without a standard valid Kenyan. And even so, the only way that the Arev could be Mishayev himself is if there are Edom that signed on the Arev guarantee, but if there were no Edim, then Benanis hold that even in the case of Ariv, where it's easier to create a Shaivas, we still say that that Shaivas cannot be created. So certainly in a case where we're talking about Ruben just being Mechaiv himself uh, to Shimon, then certainly that can't be created without proper Edim, and therefore certainly Benanis and Rishlokish are going with the same Shita. We continue in Dafkut Bezer and Bez, Ki Pligi, I'll leave it to Rabbi Shmuel. Where is the Machlikas according to the Shita, Rabbi Shmuel? Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yechon says, I certainly go like Rabbi Shmuel, and I hold that this Kenyan would be valid, that just like Benagay Arvis, the Kenyan is valid. I extend it to a case where it's not dealing with Arvis, moving right to Shimon, that Chayvani Luchamana, that I'm Chayv to pay you $100, that over there also, Vishmal would say that you're Chayv to pay $100 because you gave it in front of Adim. However, Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish would say that I could even be going like Shitis Rabbi Shmal because I'd kind of come Rabbi Shmal Hassam, El the Shaykh Lebel Shibudu Maybe we would say that the reason why Rish says over there that the Arv is Chayv is because Arvis is a Chiddush and therefore Machadish, that even if you only wrote Ani Ariv and you gave it in front of Adim, then that would be a valid Shibud because there's a Shibud Raisa. But over here, where it's not a case of Arvis, so the Torah was a Mechadish does that there's any Chedushim over here, and therefore, without having proper Kenyonim and proper Shtaris with Chasimus, then you can't go and be Mishayib yourself $100 just 
by writing Chayvan and Ilchamono. And keep in mind, when the Gemara uses the term of Shibudu Raisa, over here, all it means is that it's based on a Pusik that says Anechi Arvenu, and therefore there's a Chiddush HaTayra that Arvis works. And the Gemara now goes back to the din that we had before from Ragid Amrav. Gufo, we learned before, Ragid Amrav, if the father Chosin and father Kala are speaking, and they say, and the din is under the Kanu, as long as this is in contemplation of Kedushin, then when they decide to finalize the Shidduch and the children have Kedushin, the din is that even though that they will not clean it from each other and they didn't make proper Kedushin, they're still going to be Chayiv to each other. So Amrava, Mestavra, Milsad Rav, Bebita Naira, the Lachayir, the Svara of Rav, only applies when the daughter was Naira, the Kamati Hanaliyade, because the Maisa father is going to accept the Kesab Kedushin and will retain the Kesab Kedushin from his daughter since she's a Naira, and therefore, based on the fact that he received Kesab Kedushin, that money acts as the Kesab Kinyin to be Mishayv himself for anything he promised. And Rav says, But the Chiddush of Rav would not be applicable if the girl was a Begaris because the father would not be receiving the Kesab Kedushin. And the Gemara answers, That's not true because Rav's din is not only applicable by Naira, but it's also applicable to a Begaris, even though the fathers did not receive any money. Belikim, Allah and Shvua, that this is correct. Um, Rav, I feel a Begaris, that Rav definitely said this, even if the daughter was a Begaris. If you're not going to say like this, that even in the case of a Naira, where you tell me that Rav said his Alacha, it wouldn't make sense either, because in that case we said that the father of the Chassan was also Mechaev himself, and the father of the Chassan doesn't receive Kesav Kedushin, so how is it that he was Mechaev himself, and why is it that he would have a responsibility to keep his word? And the Gemara therefore says, By the fact that they decided to make a Shidduch together, and therefore there's a certain Hanar, that they all agreed to get married and to join their families together, and therefore it shows that they match of each other, so that itself works as the Kenyan, and you don't need any side Kenyanim. And that's why Rav Gidl said in the name of Rav, that even Bamir Ba'alma, without any Kenyanim, the Chosen and the Kala's fathers are Mishayev themselves. And the Gemara continues to discuss the din of Rav Gidl and Rav, since over here there was no actual Kenyan, so the Shaila is if the Chum allowed the two parties to go and write this in the Ksav and in the Shtar, because if you do so, it would actually create an obligation that's based on the Shtar, and therefore anyone that had the Shtar could go and collect Milukuchais and from Meshubadim. And Rashi explains, If Adam want to go and sign and write a Shtar, could they do so? Or Because we don't want you to go and be Gaivim Meshubadim, and since Lemaisa there was no actual Kenyan, therefore it's not proper to be Gaivim from Meshubadim. And Amalei, so Ravashi responded, that the Rabbanim did not allow you to actually write this in a Shtar, and you can't collect from the Chasim Meshubadim. And this is the point that we mentioned when the Gemara was speaking about Shtar Yipsikta, the Lachir Lafidim Askanis Gemara, it comes out that there was no actual Shtar that was written here, and the Mishnah cannot be talking about a case where there was actual Chasim Masayidim, as Ravashi just said, then the case of Shaduchim is that you can't go and write a Shtar, because if so, people may go and collect from Meshubadim, and really, the Nechasim are not Meshubad, since there was no actual Kenyan over here. And as we said, based on this Gemara, you have to understand why in the Mishnah it says, If L'Chari were talking about a case where there was no Shtar, and therefore L'Chari shouldn't be able to be Kaiva from Nechasim Meshubadim. And some explain that when we get to that point of the Mishnah, the Mishnah is talking about a case where there was an actual Shtar between Ruvain and Rachel, and therefore, of course, Rachel's daughters can collect from Ruvain based on having a Shtar, and she could be Gaiva Meshubadim and from Lekuchais. And the Gemara continues and answers a question of Ashi from a Mishnah, we learned on a Mishnah, that people that were smart would 
write al menashe ezenas bitcho chomish shanim kozman shat imei that the only time I've been chayiv myself to support your daughter is only for five years while we're still married. And l'chayiv, you see from the Mishnah that even the case where they actually made up this chayiv while they were talking about getting married, there was a din that they could write this in the star. On that, the answers my kaisvin imrim in a chanami when the Mishnah says the lashon kaisvin, it just means that this was a verbal agreement. And the Gemara is v'kari leila amira ksiva. Do we find anywhere else where we talk about amira and we actually say the lashon ksiva? And the Gemara says in we do find that, but now we learned in our mesecta hakaisel ishtoi dinu dvarim ein lebin chesayich betani rabchiyah ha'imel ishtoi that even though the Mishnah said that the case was where Reuben wrote to Rachel that dinu dvarim ein lebin chesayich I won't have any claim against the chesayim melug. However, Rabchiyah said that it's not only talk about ksiva, but it's even where there was just amira, and therefore we find another place where the lashon of ksiva is used when it's discussing amira. Now, l'chayir, that's a little bit schwer because over there, although Rabchiyah is correct that it works with amira, but the Mishnah is also correct that it works with ksiva. However, in our Mishnah, it's actually a problem to write it, and therefore the lashon ksiva is actually not a proper lashon and tzarech bia. And the Gemara continues and asks another question on Rabashi from a Mishnah in Masechtas Barbasa Tashma. We learned in the Mishnah in Kaisin Shtori Iris in Venezuelan El Midash Neim they not only write the Shtori Iris in Venezuelan unless you have the agreement of both the Chassan and Kala and it's Mashma Hal Midash Neim Kaisin if both of them agree that they could write it then you can write Shtori Iris in Venezuelan My Love Shtori Psikta Lachir we're talking about Shtori Psikta which is when both parties agree to certain conditions of the marriage they could go and write that in the Shtar even though it was only Nikna Bermira as Rav Gidel said in the name of Rav that Amdu Vikitu Kanu Hein Hein Advarim Hanikdim Bermira and still we say that you could write in the star, and we see Dvarim Halolu Nidnuli Kasev, and we see against Rav Ashi, and the Gemara answers that we're not talking about Shtar Psikta, Loi, Shtar Irisim Amish, we're talking about Shtar Kedushin. The Mishnah is teaching us, Kid Rav Papa Rav Shavya, like the Shita Rav Papa and Rav Shavya, the Itma, because we learned, Kasvul Shma Vishloi Medaita, if Reuven wants to get married to Rachel, and he goes and writes the Shtar Kedushin, and in it he writes, Harei Mekudesh Asli Bishtar Zer, and he has that Shtar written Lishma, but Lemaisa, he didn't tell her beforehand, and Rachel didn't necessarily agree that this star should be written. So Rabbi Ravina Ami Mukudeshes, Rabbi Ravina say it's a valid star Kedushin, and Rabbi Rav Shavi Ami Ami Mukudeshes that they hold that it's not considered a valid Kedushin because it wasn't Midash name, and that's what the Mishnah says in Kaitzim Shtar Eirusim Nesurin El Midash name unless both Ruvain and Rachel agree that it should be written. Lafi this Teretz it's Sarach Bia a little bit as to what the Mishnah says because the Mishnah states in Kaitzim Shtar Eirusim Nesurin and Luchira should just say in Kaitzim Shtar Eirusin. However, Luchira according to the other Shitas which is Rabbi Ravina, that they say that Kasul Shema Vishloy Medaita is Mikudeshes, then they would have to explain that this Mishnah in Masechus Babasra is discussing Shtari Psikta, Ayin in the Gemara and Kedushin on Naftes Amabes. And the Gemara continues with another question on Ravashi, and this question is again from our Mishnah, where we stated that if Ruvain and Shimon both promised Rachel that they will give five years of support to her daughter Dina, then the din is Mesu if they both die, but they say in the Zenith Menachas although their daughters will only be able to receive their Mizanis obligation from the Chosm Nechirin as that Chiv is based on the Tanaik Sibua of Benan Nukvan and as Rashi brings in the Mishnah from Mesechtas Gittin that Eimaitzian Lachilus Peris Ulam Mazen Isha Vabonis Min Chosm Meshubadim however Vihin Nezainis Min Chosm Meshubadim Peshi Kabbalah's Chayv however Dina will have the ability to collect even from the Chosm Meshubadim and even from Lekuchais because she's like a regular Baal's Chayv and the question is that Lechira if there was no Shtar involved over here and it wasn't the Shtar Psik that was written then how could you go and collect from the the only way to be able to collect from the Kuchais is only when there's a call, and a call is only created when there's a Shtar Chayv that was written. At least the few Lakish that was said that Amish is talking about a case where Ruvain and Rachel made this deal at the point that they were getting married, and the 
based on the din of Rav Gidel Amrav that Amdu Vikitshu Kanu Hein Hein Advarim Haniktim Barmira and Lachayu Lefir Rav Ashi. In that case, it's not Nitnu Likasev. So how could it be that you would be able to collect that obligation from the Chasim Mishubadim? And the Gemara answers Hachem Mayeskinam Bishakalim Yadai that in the Chinami the case of our Mishnah is where Reuven and Rachel made a Kenyan, and since there was a Kenyan Chalipin involved, so Rachel had a right to even have a Shtar Chayiv written as a riot to this Chayiv, and since they even knew that there was a Kenyan and there's going to be a Shtar written, so that by itself created a coil, and therefore everyone knew that there was this Chayiv that Reuven had, and therefore Dina could go and collect from the Chasim Mishubadim. And keep in mind that we're going to have to get back to the following question, because at the beginning of our sugya, at the bottom of Dafkuf Alpha and Beis, Rashi and Tais both explained that we weren't able to explain that our Mishnah is talking about a standard case where Reuven wrote a regular Shtar Chayiv to Shimon, because if so, what would be the major Chiddush of our Mishnah? As Taisa says, the Ibi Shtar Gomor, Ma Chiddush to Chayiv. And at this point of the Gemara, the Gemara is going back and saying it was a case of Bishikonim Yadai, which means that really at this point, there is a regular Shtar, and once again, what would be the Chiddush of our Mishnah? That Reuven is Chayiv to keep his word and support Rachel for five years if he was Konim Yadai and there was a Shtar Chayiv involved. And we'll get back to this point at the end of the Daf. And the Gemara continues that on the Mishnah we said, that his own daughters will only be able to receive their support once he dies from the Chasm Nechayin. And the Gemara asks, Ihachi, if you're telling me it's a case where there were Kanum Yadai, so Banis Nami, then Lechayin by his daughters also, it should be a case where there was Kanum Yadai, and if so, they should also be able to go and take their Mizaynis from the Chasm Shubadim. And the Gemara answers, that in the Chanami, Reuven and Rachel got married, they only made a Kenyan Chalipin for his obligation to support Rachel's daughter, but he did not make a Kenyan for his obligation of Benon Nukvan. And the Gemara asks, so my Pascha, why would it be that he made a Kenyan for one and not for the other? And the Gemara explains, because E, the Havoy Bishas Kenyan, Mahanila Kenyan, Lemaisa, when Rachel got married to Ruvain, she already had this daughter from a previous marriage, and therefore the Kenyan would help. However, Banais, the Lehav Bishas Kenyan, at that point when they get married, they didn't yet have any daughters, and therefore, Lehav Mahanila Kenyan, the Kenyan would not have helped for them because they were Lehav Bala Ilam. And the Gemara once again asks, Mila Yaskin, the Havoy Bishas Kenyan, who said that it was talking about a case where Rachel and Reuben got married and they didn't have any children yet together, it's possible that this was a second marriage and when Reuben and Rachel got married, they already had Benan Nukfan and therefore, why can we say it was talking a case of Kanam Yadon as well and therefore, those daughters would be able to receive their Mizaynes from the Chasim Shubadim. And the Gemara answers, that since Reuben's obligation to Rachel's daughter is not based on a Tnai Ksuba and it's not based on Tnai Bezin, therefore, the Kenyan does help and she has a right to collect from the Chasim Shubadim. However, Bonnex, there's no Bithnai Bezin, since their daughters receive the support of their father after he dies, based on a Tlai Bezin and based on a Tlai Ksuba, and therefore, Loi Mahanalu Kinyan, even if Ruben and Rachel made a Kinyan, Lagabe, the Tlai Ksuba, or Benundukfun, Rabbanu Mumasakin, that she only could collect from the Chasim Adichurin and not from the Shubadim. And the Gemara is, Migrigari, by the fact that you have a Tlai Bezin and a Tlai Ksuba, that makes it worse. Lukhari, she make it even better. Now you have a Tlai Ksuba, plus you actually have a Kinyan, so Lukhari, of course, she should be able to go and collect from the Chasim Shubadim, and the Gemara now answers El Benais of Hainu Taima. The reason why the daughters only get from Benecherin, keeping the snow, but Tnai Bezin, since Reuven's obligation to give them Mizaynis is based on Tnai Bezin, so therefore, Emot Soriat Fesinu, Bezin was Chayshish that maybe prior to Reuven dying, he made sure to give money to his daughters in order to make sure that they have Mizaynis, and therefore, we don't allow them to go and collect from Mishubadim. And although that is a Chash that maybe Soriat Fesinu, meaning that he left them coins and he left them money in order to pay for the Mizaynis, still the Rabbanan said that that's only a Shash, and therefore they could still take from the actual state and they could collect from the Chasim B'nei And the Mashah explains that in the Chanami, Lefir Abashi, this Gufa, the 
Shabbat Mishnah that even though it was Kanum Yadai and they wrote a star, still the din is that you could go and collect from the Chasim Shabbatim. And even though we are Cheshish that Legabi, his own daughters, may be Reuven left them money in order to pay for them Zainis, Chiddush Shabbat Mishnah is that Legabi, his promise to support his wife's daughter for five years, over there were not Cheshish that maybe he already paid them off and it was Troy Afesinu prior to him dying and therefore they could collect from the Chasim Shabbatim and we will stop over here.